Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ask the Coach Show, episode 18. I am now here with Alois Rosario, and we're going to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. So um, I think you'll notice that um, I'm actually sitting here beside Alois today. Um, last night, Alois, it's going to be uh, pretty exciting footage. I think we tried some uh, shooting with a GoPro. Some yeah, yeah no, that, I think that, uh, that'll work out well. Yes. Excellent. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the results of that. But now we've got some questions to answer for you. So let's get into the questions. And the first question comes from Oliver. And Oliver says, when I play outside of mainstream table tennis, instead of using topspins and counter hits, I seem to play better. When I lob and play strange shots, the game seems to get better results. So what benefits do playing normal mainstream shots have? Yeah, so I, I think, Oliver, the, um, the main thing is that you, if you're playing um, standard shots or, or normal shots, as we call it, you can develop your game a little bit better. So you can start to develop more with your top spin and then the strokes get faster. Um, with the unorthodox shots, they're okay. They win points in the short term, but... Long term, you, you're going to find that you're going to struggle because if you're playing with side spin and, and lobbing and that sort of thing, uh, there's going to come a stage where you're going to start to play against a level of players that that's just not going to hold up against. So you're not going to be able to play the ball fast enough. You're not going to be able to um, make enough attacking shots to to really trouble your opponent. So that's why it's best to to play with your basics, your, your good basics with your top spin and the strokes that we show you in the strokes and techniques section. And then from there, you can then start to um, vary your shots a little bit, but the basics are really important. And having that type of game is really important to progress to a higher level. And also, Alice, I think um, but with those basic strokes, once you develop them and have a really good top spin, that is going to trouble these people, these non-mainstream players as well. Like, if you just got um, just a counter hit, they might be able to, it might be coming nice and smoothly to them. But once you develop a really strong top spin, yes. that's going to cause a lot of trouble as well. Yeah, that's right. You're basically going to be able to overpower those type of players that that don't play the um, um, the orthodox shots, you know, with the side spin. So if you continue with that sort of game, you're going to get to a level where the players will just be able to overpower you. So it's best to let, let's let's get those basics right, the top spin right, and see how we go. Okay, great tips, Alois. And um, I just noticed I put your lower third up there rather than... Um, Oh, well, I'm the important one here, Jeff, am I? Obviously, that's, that's <laughs> what it is. But we do have a oh, – we did have a different one, but we don't anymore. I'm just going to turn it off. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the questions. So um, the next question is from Luke. And uh, Luke has said, in tennis you hear grunting all the time, but I never hear it in table tennis. When uh, when playing my offensive forehands, I feel the need to make a quiet grunt. Is this allowed in table tennis, or would it count as distracting? Yeah, so um, so you aren't allowed to deliberately distract your opponent, and I think that's why in in most cases players don't um, 
run when they're playing in table tennis. I mean, you're so close to your opponent that, that it's more likely to affect their timing and, and that sort of thing. Although in tennis, they do grunt so loudly that I don't think it matters how close you are, you can still hear. <laughs> That's true, even across the other side of the world. Um, but uh, there is there is something in the um, ITTF match um, officials handbook that says that, you know, if if the noise is that loud that it's distracting, that it does, um, that you can call a let or, you know, um, stop the player from doing it. So so there are some uh, provisions in there. Um, I mean, you need to also think about, is it really beneficial to you to grunt? Um, probably not all that much. Um, some people like to do it just for the for the sound and for the, um, for the timing. But um, I think, you know, it's better off just to keep it out of the game. I mean, there's a lot of flack with uh, tennis players and, uh, and you know, the, the from the spectators not really enjoying that side of things. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like to exhale as they hit the ball. And, like, if it's really quiet, then it might be fine. Yes. And the other, the other thing the match uh, officials handbook talks about is um, just the level of noise relative to your surroundings as well. So, I mean, if you're at the World Championships and... Um, the crowd's going berserk, um, then that level of noise, that if you're grunting, isn't going to make any difference to your opponent. All right. Good point, Alois. And thank you for the question, Luke. Okay. So now Varun has got a question for us. Varun says, if your bat touches the table while playing, is it a foul? Mm, yes. Well, this is, this is the common question. And the answer is no, it's not a foul. So, Anything is allowed to touch the table except for your free hand. So um, you're allowed to touch the table with anything, even the bat on your playing hand or with your playing hand, but just your free hand isn't allowed to touch the table. Um, the other thing is that you aren't allowed to move the table. So if you if you touch the table and you move the surface, then you lose the point as well. So it's just best to stay away from the table as much as you can, but sometimes you might be forced to... Um, touch the table with another part of your body, but just not allowed to do it with your free hand. Yeah, I guess maybe returning short serves, you might lean in and, and sometimes you'll hit the table with your bat. Yep. Yeah, and that and that happens quite often. Okay. All right. Thanks for the question, Veron. Okay, moving on. Matthias says, hi, Alloys. He says, some days all of my top spins work, others they don't work at all. Is this normal? Uh, yeah, it is normal. Um, I mean, it's... It, you'll find that when you're playing, I mean, your level will vary um, a lot of the time. You know, sometimes you'll be good, sometimes bad. But as long as you're trending up that way and not down that way, then it's okay. So mm. if the if your line is going up like that, you'll have some variations, but you will be improving. Um, why does that happen? Uh, some, I mean... It can be the amount of sleep you get. It can be um, just your focus. It can be um, the level of player that you're playing against. And, you know, sometimes, like with everything, you just have a bad day. So don't stress about it. Just understand that it does happen. There will be fluctuations in your level. Just train hard on that day. Even if you are finding it um, difficult, if you are feeling that you're not playing that well, just keep training hard. Work hard. Keep doing the best you can. and get the best out of the session. Okay, there's some good advice for you, uh, Matthias. Hopefully that helps. And yes, it is very normal. 
Okay. Now, Brian has a question for us. And Brian says, Dear Ping Skills, while playing the ball, hits my finger and hits the rubber and goes into the court. Is it a foul or is it allowed? Yeah. So, um, so Brian, now it is allowed. So a couple of years ago, um, if you hit the ball with your finger and your racket, then it would be considered a double hit. But now, as long as it's um, not a deliberate action where you're hitting it up and, and um, back, um, it, it is allowed. So if it hits your finger and your bat and goes in, it's still uh, still in play. Now, I think it's a good rule, Jeff. It is a good rule, yeah. It just takes out any um, queries about, about it. As long as you play a stroke and the ball goes back on the table, it's in, and then the umpire doesn't have to make a decision. And that old rule was just really hard to police because they couldn't tell whether it had hit your finger and then the bat or, yeah, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And um, it was it was really the honest people that were being penalised because um, yes. they'd, um, they'd, you know, say that, well, it did hit my finger and so the other person gets the point. But yeah, because the old rule, I think, if it only hits your finger, yes. then it's not a double hit. But if it hits your yes. finger and your bat, so it was just a lot of confusion. Now, yeah. it's all that's taken away. Yeah. Just play on, basically. Yeah. If the ball comes back, play yeah. on, play on. Yeah. Good rule. Excellent. Like it. Now, today... The um, Ping Skillers question of the day is about the new plastic balls. And we want to know, because they've been using them in the World Cups now and we've been using them for a little while, has it changed the game? So has the new plastic ball changed the game? All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching episode 18. Make sure you check out our website, www.pingskills.com. And if you haven't already, sign up for our free newsletter. You'll get plenty of tips there. And thanks for watching, and we'll see you soon for episode 19. Thanks, Ellis. Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Bye.